Welcome to Soundbreaker. I'm your host, Bob Shammy, and we are about to break the silence. Join me as we go behind the scenes and meet some of the most influential names in the music industry. Get ready for remarkable success stories that break the norms and defy the odds. From dreams to success, from challenges to victory, an exclusive backstage pass into the lives of music trailblazers as they create their own path to success. This is Soundbreaker. Great. Welcome to Soundbreaker. On today's episode, we're talking to Jerry Chen, who is a groundbreaker in the music and hospitality industry. It's a little bit different, but absolutely, he's a groundbreaker. Uh, uh, Jerry, thank you for joining us. Uh, for our listeners who might not be familiar with you, would you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself and what do you do? And thank we're going to dig into it more, so don't give it all up from the first question. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Great yes. to see you again after a long time, you know, many years. Likewise. Right? Almost 10 years, right? Yeah. So, 2014. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Almost 10 years. Almost, yeah. almost yes. 10 years. Yes. So, uh, just a little bit about me. Uh, I'm the managing director and CEO of uh, UCL.Global. So, in 2019, we had been acquired by a listed company from Tokyo Stock Exchange. They were the biggest uh, background music supplier. So they do pipe in uh, music in, in the States. I believe that it's called Elevator uh, Music. So that is our humble beginnings uh, before we evolve uh, to share uh, further with our retail uh, retailers, yeah. uh, F&B markets, as well as the hospitality industry on BGM, background music in short, uh, yes. as well as scent marketing and yes. digital signage. So we are now termed as a sensory experience company beyond just where and how we started using sound. So now it's sound, sight, and scent, the three S's. Wow. Sound, you said? Can yep. you repeat them one more time? Sound? Sound, sight, and scent. Sight, scent. All three. Sound, right. sight, sight, and scent. I like that. I really do. Uh, I know you're frozen for whatever. I think it's connection. You're in, you're in Singapore. We're in the States. So I, I guess that's uh, one of the things that uh, could possibly happen. Uh, yeah. But I guess we'll continue. We can hear you. So, uh, Jerry, uh, how did you first get started in the industry? you know, in the hospitality industry, music industry. So I'm just going to call it the industry. So how I started was because I fired my boss. That was how I started. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So I was in Elaborate. the marketing line when I was in my yeah. early 20s after finishing uh, what is mandated in Singapore to serve your two years in the military. Mm. So uh, after getting my So you first served job, the military? You yes, served the military for two years? Oh, yes, okay. I did. Yes. Uh -huh. So after that, I did my first job and uh, things didn't go too smoothly. And I thought, hey, why not try out a business? And I flipped through the newspaper after I quit my job. I haven't got any backup plans back then, yeah? So mm -hmm. <laughs> what happened next was I was reading through this uh, article that... Uh, was shared by a guy, a male uh, composer, saying that the only person that uh, appreciates his uh, music was his wife. So I was like, interesting idea. Let me uh, bring a group of musicians together and uh, let's crowdsource uh, music for love stories. So I can bring in, as a salesman, I can bring in the bias the demand side where they are able to say okay this is my love story we met on the 3rd of april uh, 1999 your deep blue mm -hmm. eyes your long blue hair so with all this description in place we can get our group of musicians to do a pitch to to crowdsource love uh, stories turned into a, a personalized lyrical song in that manner this Business idea was so you really created a service. So so idea yeah. was a service for somebody's like, hey, I wanna uh, I wanna customize a song for my wife, 
for our anniversary. Mm. Is that what it was? A service like this? Yes, it was. Oh. It, you, if it's for courtship, it's, it's for your anniversary, it's for your wedding or proposal even. So that was the initial idea of Interesting. how yeah, we started. And it was a flaw. It was oh. a flaw. Total failure. It did not <laughs> hey, it's off. okay. At least you're saying it with, with a pride, which is very good because it was a learning curve for you. Yeah, uh, but the the uh, turning point is, 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 is not yet at this juncture because what happened next was I appeared on the newspaper, national newspaper in Singapore yeah. called The Streets Times and the people that caught upon us and contacted us through email back then, more than 10 yeah. years ago, uh, were the uh, what, what the producers, uh, those who mm. do advertisements on TVCs, TV commercials. There are those who actually do cinema ads. So they are the mm. ones who call us and say that, you know what? I got a big problem that you can solve. And what this big problem is, is that whenever they share their music to their clients, the advertisers yeah. themselves, the advertisers may say, no, this is one of the worst jingle I ever heard or this is one of the worst sound design or sound SFX <laughs> that I ever, I, ever, I ever heard. So in order not to have this problem or to lessen that risk, they crowdsourced on our platform and that gives the client, the eventual end user, the advertisers, the ability yeah. to choose from 5, 10, and even 50 over uh, customized music pitch for that purpose. So that was our turning point for gaining some revenue. Ground. Revenue. Yeah. Okay. But it was In still not business. enough. It was still yes. not enough. Because I'm when sure. we were doing venture cap fundraising, angel yeah. investment, the mm -hmm. revenue at one point of time could be high this month, but for the next two months, I might get none. Nothing. Zero. Yes. <laughs> There's yeah. no revenue. So it doesn't look good on the financial spreadsheets. And that was when Spotify, KKBox from Taiwan, and we also had Deezer from Europe who came to Singapore to set up their music streaming business for consumers. What year was that? What year was that when they came in? Uh, if you remember. It was eons ago. Too long. I can't remember. <laughs> I think about <laughs> 11, 12. I, I don't mm -hmm. remember. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but okay. definitely more than 10 years ago. Uh, and, and they started in Singapore as a base for Southeast Asia before they bounced yeah. to, to the other countries like Vietnam. And how did Asia, that Korea. affect your business? I mean, did you kind of manage to work with them or how, how to, you know, have Spotify and, and uh, you know, coming into Singapore? They gave me a brilliant idea and I learned from my first and second huh. business um uh, model that we, we shared earlier on. So the first takeaway was we learned that needs versus one, they may want to have a song as a couple, but they don't need to have a song. So I look back at Spotify, people who want to add free music, there were not a lot of people, uh, consumers yeah. back then. So I was thinking, who else need to have music but not want to have music? So who has that in it? needs and desire and i was thinking about that when i was in a cafe now look up hey background music for fmb for retailers for shopping malls supermarkets these group of commercial entities they do need to have license so they didn't have music, music at all they had no music they, they do uh, there they was do, no back no when you when you approach them uh, uh back then they were using cds and mp3 players uh, uh -huh. Back then, yeah. So the issue that, that came with this is the inability to control and manage the music throughout all their branches to have a uniform brand guide. So the yes. audio branding is all screwed up. When we go to a sushi restaurant, you are hearing Korean pop, K-pop, because the staff love K-pop. And it is it Correct. is their personal style, but you can't be having sushi while while you, you listen to K-pop in the background. It will influence your yes. your continued uh, buying behavior of more sushi plates yeah. or even your experience. Yeah, 
Correct. Mm. Correct. Yeah. So they need to have wow. control. And that is where we learned from also further to the second business where there is not a very good financial model. At one point, I can have a spike in revenue and sales. The next moment, I don't. So we actually look into annual licensing program and support service as well as content delivery advisory when it comes to background music. Uh, which time slot, what time of the day, what day of the week, catering to different target audience in a furniture shop like IKEA. So with uh, IKEA itself, uh, different family groups, young families or, or families with kids and a multi-generational yeah. families come at different time of the day, different day of the week. With our technology, we are able to customize towards so that So you approach. started to understand the market better and the needs and how to customize everything based on the moods, the time of the day, the, uh, the, uh, the customer, the traffic that mm. comes into the outlet retail store and all of that, correct? Mm. Correct. That's right. That's right. So we yes, learned yes, uh, yes. From, from the consumer psychology perspective, but yet merging yeah. with the second and first business failure where there is need versus wants and also the fact that there is annual recurring uh, reliance through a technological uh, platform to help them manage and control yeah. their audio branding. Is that the uh, the actual um, small device that you actually developed yourself? I remember when I was in Singapore, I seen it. And you were excited about it, where you can control everything from one central place, which is your office, your computer. You control the music, the feed to them, and all of that. It is uh, our own device, of course. That was more than ten years ago when we met, yes. right? So yes. it has uh, improved. Veros, uh, oh, I'm sure, person. I'm sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I'm so talking we... about back then. That was like the the first breaking point for you when you developed your own device and you installed it, and you're able to control all of that, correct, from your own office or your own central operating place. You are absolutely right. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. I mean, I see there was a lot of bumps on the way for you. I mean, a lot of struggles back then, even when I still met you, you were, you were struggling, but somehow you managed to get up and carry on and continue and evolve to how to evolve to better and better. Were you getting investors back then or just your own? Or were you still getting investors? Uh, back then, uh, we were getting investors. We got investors and that is a strategic investors who eventually uh, acquired us. So they were the our biggest competitor in the world, uh, and, and mm. now we are alliance uh, partners, and uh, yes. uh, we are working together very closely today. Yeah, oh, competitors sure. turn sure. friends. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> right. So that device you you created actually expanded to way more advanced at the moment from the days when you built it. Yes, there yeah, are more yeah. functions and capabilities as well as reliability because when many background music or pipe-in elevator music suppliers, mm. vendors out mm. there, they're always talking about music, music, and more music. But in actual fact, the industry players from the F&B, hotels, yeah. and retailers, they don't exactly care about music. If music is important, don't get me wrong. However, it's also very important to understand operational like reliability, how they trust or yes. uh, the hardware and service support standards, which uh, is like insurance. When you don't need it, you, you don't see the need for it. Yes. But when there yes. is a requirement for it, you will definitely uh, uh, hustle for it. And it's, it's, it's something yes. that, that we take a lot of pride in, the hardware reliability, the support operational uh, readiness. Yeah, so it's yes. beyond... I like the way you stuff. compared it. <laughs> I like the way you compared it to insurance, which is true. You don't need it you don't, until you need it. And then what happened? You need it immediately. Correct. Correct. Mm. Very good way of comparing things. You know, we want to go back a bit uh, to your early childhood and how, what sparked the interest. I know you were in the military for two years. Obviously, that wasn't music. But uh, probably being in the military gave you that strong mindset 
to carry on forward every time you fail or you flop a business or you, which is, it's all a learning experience to you and they get up and keep going. And the result of it, this is the massive success that you have right now. Um, can we go back to your childhood? What sparked your interest in music and all of that, that, and the hospitality? How did it all start when you were, was there any interest, any influence from the parents, relative, TV, radio? How did it all back then? Great question, Bob. Rarely do I get that question about my childhood influencing my decision uh, yes. to, to, to where we are today. That is uh-huh. really a great question. Let me go back to two parts. Well, the very first part attributed to my cousins when I was very yeah. close with them when I was young. So yeah. uh, they love music, they sing. Uh, uh, even have keyboard. So I was influenced on the music aspect of it when I was really young back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the other part would be my mother, my mom. Mm-hmm. My mom okay. is uh, a volunteer till today. She she is still a volunteer. A very uh, a sweet uh, mom of mine actually uh, looked into the uh, counseling, uh, uh, help out with uh, some of the, the people in need, and, and she practiced quite a fair bit about body language and psychology. So that caught uh-huh. me uh, in play, uh, where I would, I would have a deeper interest in uh, people, uh, psychology. And so I merged the best of two words, music, psychology, to come up with what we have today where we understand that consumer psychology can be influenced by multiple sensory experiences and music is just one of them. Wow, interesting. Mm. Interesting. Well, we're going to say hi to mom when she watched the podcast. We're going to give her some credit, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) To your success. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Amazing. Um, You know... A lot of people wonder, like, who picks the music when you walk into a hotel or a supermarket or a coffee shop or an individual retailer or in the mall you walk in? Who picks the music for all of that uh, in general? Like, who does it? And uh, and I know that Express Music was a two-part question. And, you know, your company was founded in 2009 and specialized in that. So also tell us about that. But let's start with who does the the curation, I would say, to uh, for the music and the playlist that happening in all of these outlets that you uh, service. I would like to break them down in three verticals or three groups of people who choose the music. The very Please. first, the very first group is the boss himself or herself. So just based on personal preference, if he mm. or she likes uh, Bob Dylan or a certain instrumental music, Michael Jackson song, you have no choice. Follow the boss. You're kidding me. So if somebody yeah. loves dance music, they're going to play dance music at a coffee shop where you come and chill out. <laughs> if the it boss is, of the... If the huh, it is, it's not based it is, on the ambience itself. It or is the, more often than not. Unfortunately, unfortunately, that is not the most uh, value outcome we want on a professional level, but it yeah. is very common because the boss uh-huh. or the managing director or someone up there on the hierarchy likes yes. certain type of music, music because of personal preference and not because of the hmm. business. So wait a second. So, so if somebody is the director of a gym, you know, a workout gym where people need a lot of energy, a lot of motivation, he's playing jazz music in the background. You know, could this be, type of thing, as yeah. much as we think could not happen, does happen <laughs> in real life. You will oh, just, my God. It's okay. It's okay. We hope to take time to educate them on the professionalism yeah. and influence of how soundscape yeah. is able to affect and impact people in the space. So you do get involved in, in kind of, uh, you know, kind of direct them towards the right path of music, like let's say, or educating them, say, hey, listen, this is what we think where your clientele will will gain more of having this type of background music than this type of music. I will come to that as the third category or group where we talk about mm. what we do. But the second mm. group of people is collaborative, where the mid-level managers 
know mm-hmm. who their target uh, audience is and what mm-hmm. their persona or the brand personality could be like. And they will come up with certain references, be it instrumental or pop lyrical songs that uh, matches their brand character on a very basic level. So this is the second group of uh, people who decides what type of music. So yes, a little bit more professional in their own marketing and uh, branding But sense. in a basic way, not really basic. in depth. Not yeah. based on studies and analytics and all of that. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that is okay. where we come in as the third category of people or group that manage professionally yeah. in a way that different time of the day, different time of the week, you have different target audience. And who is the influencer, decision maker in the buying process? We also study and look into BPMs, beats per minute. What are mm-hmm. the tonality variation? Even down to the fact when there is a voiceover, how do we carry that voiceover to give that personality? Pikachu, for example, Pokemon, from Pokemon, it has a very sharp, cute, cutesy voice. And then yeah. there are also certain brands who want to carry a certain uh, masculine, confident vocal forward. So that will be very varied. And it is up to our professional uh, take how we could offer that advisory to uh, our clients to say that, you know, because of your brand personality, some of the scientific studies some of the research that we make specially for you is customized to that. And each and every one of our clients are highly pushed towards a Mm. recommended playlist just for them. So it is not going to be everybody playing Lady Gaga song or or Katy Perry song. Do they take that advice and recommendation from you or they stick with what they decided on? I will have to go back to the first group of but uh, personnel yes. that I mentioned, it depends yes. on how strong yes. the boss is when it comes to his Mindset. personal preference. <laughs> yes. Interesting. Is that happens only in Asia or everywhere in the world? Like, cause you guys work with a lot of people, but is only in Asia or other territories outside of Asia also that issue that you come across? Um, because we specialize in Asia Pacific, especially Southeast mm-hmm. Asia. Southeast Asia is highly fragmented. So there are yes. some countries that may have a more rigid or more regimental framework that is scientific uh, uh, approaches uh, taken, mm-hmm. such as Japan, such as Korea and mm. uh, Singapore. So they will mm. take up such advisory more uh, good, in a scientific good. manner. But there are also some emotional countries within Southeast Asia, uh, which I, I, I think it may uh, be up Emotional. to your imagination who, who they might mm. be on uh, the subjectiveness yes. of whatever goes. Yeah. So I would go to a spa and I'll hear, instead of relaxing and meditate, I would hear uh, a pumping music background. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it really depends. It really depends. Yes. Yes. So please, they need to listen to Jerry's advice. And his company, absolutely. Jerry, um, uh, Express Music, you know, um, been around for a long time. And you started when you since you started. How did Express Music, uh, obviously, with your leadership and guidance, how did it differentiate itself from other uh, companies at that time in the same sector? And you are in obviously providing background music, which led to your massive acquisition success you know, with the Japanese company. But before that, like what made the difference between other companies? I'm sure you had competitors, you know, in that region. Do what do you do? So between then and and uh, how we got eventually acquired was, uh, was the fact that we infiltrated into some of these Southeast Asia countries We grow from there and being a very fragmented part of the region. Vietnam, Vietnam, for example, have Songkran, not Songkran, they have Tet Holidays, which is equivalent to Malaysia and Singapore Chinese. I'm sorry, what kind of holiday? What kind of holiday is it? Uh, Chinese New Year. 
uh-huh. Chinese okay. New Year. Okay. So yeah. uh, Vietnam called it Tet Holidays. Indonesia, some Indonesian, some Thai uh, uh, nationalities also also celebrate mm-hmm. uh, that, but they do it in different language. And you got Thai yeah. language, you got Vietnamese, you got Malay, Bahasa, even Indonesia and Malaysia. Although they might sound like they speak the same Malayu Malay language, but the the accent, the tone is so different. So understanding the intricate culture, the details of how the music impacts the locals plays a very important uh, role. Second, we look into operational support. When people say that, hey, you're from a music company, I will often say, no, we are not a music company at all because it goes beyond just giving them a music playlist or a a piece of license, a piece of paper. It is very much about the brand guidelines when it comes to audio branding. It comes with operational support. And this is a very important uh, critical element. I would say one of the most important and most often overlooked element where we will see people uh, don't talk a lot about it. But in this part of the world, in Southeast Asia APEC, the relationship and trust is built on how reliable you are as a vendor. And, and I, we see that as one of the critical elements uh, in our success for this business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see. A lot of cultural uh, studies you would have to do and understand. And basically, it bring, you bring in a third hand into their business to help them, to give them that operational support. So you don't come in and say, hey, I'm a music company. No, I'm more of an operational support. Help you get the brand more up. Help you. The things that a lot of music companies don't focus on, you focus on the other side of it, where helping the brand, uh, understanding the consumer, increase awareness, uh, you know, the mood, uh, you know, just the whole thing. You are right. Otherwise, it will only be a price wall. Then you'll be seeing who's cheaper. The cheapest in the industry is not the biggest market player. That is yes. what I could say for where I am currently at in Malaysia uh, right now. So there is, it is relatively competitive in Malaysia. For example, there are a lot of local players, but it's, yeah. they, they may talk about license and it's just a piece of paper. But if it's just a piece of paper, what value do we add to the to the business, do we just give them a legal compliance? Uh, do they even just yeah. trust that piece of paper? Why would people trust a piece of paper or someone's words just because of that? Good. So you give them more, a lot more than just music background, which is very important in your business, mm-hmm. especially. So is that what really differentiated Express Music back then from other uh, competitors in the region? you know, in the, in the, in the same, I would say, uh, field that you provide the background music. Yes. Uh, I think yeah, it's one of the elements or a, a, a part of it. Of course, there's a lot of a strategic financial Got it. Uh, management Got it. operation and content. This all adds up, uh, to a whole lump wow. sum to the equation. Yeah. Well, so that's the attitude you had of your business. And that was the main driving factor of your business and make it rise up. Yes. And there's a lot and of SOPs involved. Very oof, standard operating yes. procedures. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of studying, you know, meaning like the markets, the analytics of the market, the consumer, all of that. I mean, you really have to dig in deep, like literally you're a doctor. You know, you're branding music doctor, background music doctor, actually. <laughs> you know, I look at it. Yes. Right. I mean, you really dig deep into it. Absolutely. It's a science to you guys. And yeah, that's what a, made you succeed. Yeah. It's a specialization where we go yes. very deep in that vertical. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Can you walk us through uh, your journey and how Express Music was acquired or, you know, I would say partnered with USEA, you know? And uh, the future plans, which the second part, is the future plans of the direction that you take in the company. Because obviously, you're the managing, managing director now. So you're taking it to a different, different, I would say, path or direction. So what was the, can, I mean, let's start with the journey. 
So the journey transpired with a simple um, investment. So a very small uh, seed of Series A back then uh, that we call was was invested. I think nowadays at a, a, a million plus wouldn't be called uh, a Series A anymore. Back then, my time, more than 10 years ago, it was called Series A. Yeah, it was, it's probably a, a, a seed or pre-seed of a round yes, pre-seed. of funds right now. But well, time yes. changed, right? So because yes. of this money that I, I we got, we slowly gained the confidence and the trust from our Japanese investors, who is also the biggest in the world when it comes to background music at uh, around 800,000 points. Yeah, so this, yeah, so we are now adding that to the numbers and expanding with a lot of Japanese companies and we play strength to strength. Japanese companies like to work with Japanese companies, but they may not have the local ground knowledge legal compliance system or even operational readiness when they want to roll out in a retail supermarket F&B setting. So that's where we come in from the sensory experience part. As much as it mm. looks very branding marketing uh, yeah. driven, there are a lot of moving parts operationally. Even yesterday, for example, when I was mm-hmm. at a hotel uh, meeting one of uh biggest hotel groups in in the region and Mm. uh, i was there just to uh be a busybody in the local sense it's called kepo k-a-y-p-o-h so even this type of term kepo uh being a busybody uh just to not hear how my sales uh uh teammate uh peach i was uh understanding how intricate certain details could be like in a conversation. Malaysia's Malaysia, Singapore, Singapore, as well as when you move within the Southeast Asia countries, there are so many different concerns uh, and uh, in their own perceived manner as what is important beyond just dollar and cents. So what yes. makes sense to them could be something that foreign companies can make sense of and even Japanese companies that come here, we help them grow like the Uniqlo's and the Dongno Donkeys of the world. Uh, these, yeah. uh, the Daiso's, so these are the customers, uh, partners that we help grow together uh, in our own form of specialization. And we give them the trust of our license for our music is uh, enabling them to be different, not only uh, sounding different from the rest of the retailers and F&B. Otherwise, everybody will be hearing Bruno Mars, Katy Perry, yes. Taylor Swift, and the likes of them. So we, we would like to give them a unique identity when uh, we roll this out operationally, content strategy-wise, and again, trust, trust, and more trust uh, on the system and as a vendor uh, within the APAC uh, region. And that's where you care. You guys definitely off. care. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So when you get into a partner, you show that you really care. And in reality, you actually do with all the studies and, and, uh, and the analytics and, you know, that you got and the services you provide. Um, USEA, the Japanese partner or the company, uh, they're able to expand their services and experience beyond just music, obviously, which is you explained to us. Uh, sent. Frank's uh, fragments, uh, excuse me, sent fragments and smart digital uh, signage and in-store radio advertising and HR solution. So pretty much all of these services. Uh, can you give us just a bit about each one of those from the sent uh, fragments to the uh, smart digital signage and radio advertising and HR solution? So in Japan, for example, yes. the Concord more than 80% of the market if there are certain uh, segments within the, the, the retail F&B or hospitality group that don't want to buy uh, from our parent company, I think it's going to be very difficult to convince the remaining uh, 20% or less. So what mm-hmm. do we do is we, we 
play strength to strength. And our strength is our current clients, which is our database of customers that already mm-hmm. took up our very basic background music supply. So when it comes to that, within that vertical, there's also more to it because background music has jingles, creation, yes. do voiceover promotion. In-store radio ads is where we get advertisers to advertise a very targeted group uh, segments in the retail F&B sector, be it property, uh, life insurance, or even uh, car hailing uh, uh, sites. So these are hmm. some of the expansion within only looking at background music vertical. But we do sound, sight and sound as our core sensory because the music coordinates with the digital signage content as a form of sight. If that if there is an inclusion of scent, and there are some clients who actually use all three, this scent component complements the entire experience from the time you walk in and the time you leave, you have anchored down a memory. Because like what they say, you forgot what you eat at that restaurant, but you cannot forget how that restaurant makes you feel. Yes. So that is the entire... So- Call for the have. scent or the fragments, do you mm. guys have a certain like devices that kind of shoots a scent, or have you? I mean, how does that work? As far as if you don't mind me asking, like let's say I walk into a clothing store, and or walk into, hey, I mean, I had that experience many times. I love it. Like when I walk into certain resorts, when I travel, I'm inside. I ha- they have a certain scent smell that I love. I'm like, wow, I love that smell they have. You know, I know that in Vegas, a lot of the resort, when you walk in, you smell that, each one. And, you know, I never thought about it, but yeah, absolutely, yes. To create the right ambient, the feeling yeah. of what we yes. call the X factor, it is boiling down to emotions. And when you are in the uh-huh. right mood to buy, to shop, yes. you engage your three senses in this sense of sound, sound, sight, and scent. And when they are coordinated well to the personality or the persona of the brand, you are able to carry forward a very strong, unified yes. message. And and hmm. to add on to that, we even have a 2.0, or I would say a 3.0 within the business where artificial intelligence through cameras, analytics in the shop, we are able to see yes. if it's a female or more ladies in the shop or ladies looking at the digital signage deciding what to eat. They will actually push and roll out desserts mm. and uh, non-carbs food. But if they see a group of guys, maybe they will roll out beer tower. They will roll yeah. out uh, uh, more meaty products, uh, carbs-related uh, products to the guys. And if you are a couple, go for set meal. So, these are all integration from the background music scheduled for the different time of the day to the mm-hmm. digital signage pinpointing the right type of menu. And the sand, by the time they leave, they have that linger on with a good and positive memory and they remember to come back again. So you again. customize the scent for each outlet. Am I right? We, you customize it. We can. We can. There's other... Uh, more cost-efficient option, which is uh-huh. a scent that is closest of resemblance to what your persona is. Got it. And we do it through diffusers or AHU aircon unique dark. So you have certain devices installed in the outlet retail shop or the mall or whatever, and mm. it just keeps spraying that all day long. That yes. scent. Does the scent change throughout the day or throughout the month or throughout the season? Like, okay, now it's more the summer. We need to give a different scent for that particular outlet. Or it's winter or, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Spring. Uh, yes, Bob, you are absolutely right. But there are not many changes. Once the scent is, is fixed, they will usually use it all year round. Uh, so however, you want doing... it to stick in somebody's head. In there. Yes. Once they smell it, that's it. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, but the hottest season in sale revenue often comes in uh, during Christmas or yeah. a local 
uh, holiday like Chinese uh, New Year yes. or Raya in, in Malaysia, uh-huh. for example. So yes. that will have a certain example for uh, Christmas scent, sweet smelling, uh, lollipop, candies. So that will spur certain sweetness in your life when you shop. When you, when you, when you are in the mood to buy more, it's a yes. win-win situation. Yes, yes, mm. yes. Interesting. Um, uh, again, <laughs> I really cannot elaborate anymore about your journey, but definitely an incredible journey so far, uh, Jerry. Um, the industry you're in, the music and hospitality and providing background music, you know, obviously is full of challenges and setbacks. And I know you could probably, we could sit here till a month from now, tell us all the challenges and the setback you had, but it'd give us at least one difficult moment that you faced and in your career and how did you overcome it? Wow, I will need uh one and a half hours to think about it because it's too many. I put a pain on. Give us one. <laughs> wow, just one. Ah, yes. wow, so many. Okay, an interesting one. That I would say left an impact on you. You know, something that you over, you know, a challenge or a setback, and you overcome it, but it left an impact on you. You know, just All right. know, what was it and how did you overcome it? Yeah, I would say. A partner, uh, mm. a partner uh, that you can say supply us a certain solution. Uh, yes. Itself, let's say, you know, whatever we need in our business. And uh, we caught them uh, poaching our clients directly. Directly. Yeah. That's so the that worst. It, yeah. That's the and worst. The trust yeah. is being breached. And back then, we were one of the top paymaster for this particular supplier. And it was very upsetting because we embraced uh, that trust together and worked for many years. But this particular uh, partner just uh, didn't see and play the long-term game. So due to short-term or mid-term profits, they actually... uh, well, slip off. And that was a painful lesson because that supplier was my biggest supplier and I have to chop them off. That itself, they know they are the biggest, so they throw in a threat. If you chop me off, you, you will not be able to survive. You can't do this. But that lesson also brings me today, more than 10 years later, I will not stand down to any form of threats in, in, in a business because if there is any form of threats, yeah. it means the reliability, that's the trust is gone. Yes. No more working relationship. Yeah, and, and yes. it, it goes down to my deep call where I learned certain values and principles in my military days in the army. Wow. I mean, mm. you mentioned trust. I think you mentioned the word trust, I would say about 20, 30 times. And in every question, everything that you talked about, especially with Mm. the consumer and trust is very important. And it is in our business, in any business, I think it's extremely important. Once that broken, that's it. There's nothing else to fix. Absolutely. Mm. You're right. Very, very valid. Very important. I like what you said, you know, very, very important. And this goes Mm. for our listeners to learn trust, you know, is very important and always look for long-term not short-term gain, long-term gain. Absolutely. Mm. Yes. Right. Well, that's why you're successful. And that's why you rised up, you know, among the others. Um, Jerry, um, what's the most, uh, I would say, the most uh, common misconception in the industry or in your industry, you know, that people have? Wow. Misconception. Yes. Misconceptions, it can range yeah. from people... Uh, the blind leading a blind or, you know, going for the threat <laughs> mentality where, oh, because people yes. are playing that that music, they are playing, putting in that sand or digital signage of a certain style that yes. you just follow because it is a trend or other industry players are doing. They did not yes. realize that this particular clothes that you put on is L and it has a certain color that may not suit your skin tone, may not yes. suit your size, but they just put yes. it on because others put it on. So that is the biggest 
misconception beyond just the very obvious price sensitivity because it's cheap. But as the saying goes, it is expensive to be cheap. It is. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. Um, Collaboration is often a key element in the music world. Uh, Can you share a memorable collaboration that kind of uh, was someone or a company that left an impact on you? Uh, It was a very recent one. Uh, Mm. That was this guy. uh, We we have been doing an install radio for this uh, petrol station or gas station in the States. Yeah. Gas station. Over here is petrol. So in Malaysia. And there were a few Japanese... um, is it called merchandise that has a certain character uh and this guy that we hired to do the voiceover and you can't ai or machine learn that uh, at this point of time i believe in the future that could be but he has the ability to do uh certain characters i think it was pikachu he was able to do something like Donald Duck or, or some different different characters like just this one guy he has the yes. voice of a cartoon character or an anime yeah. character so I was very impressed and he coordinates so well with his uh, female co-partner in the voiceover exchange Yeah. so that was mm-hmm. brilliant collaboration with our production team doing the background music and sound effects SFX for that purpose. It was a very robust external, internal collaboration with a commercial element in it because it was a success. People were yes. engaged, people buy the merchandise. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Very interesting. Um, technology played a significant role uh, in the, uh, or not role, I would say, um, a change in the music landscape. And I know you've been depending on technologies since I met you, I remember. You were ahead of it. So how technology advanced or influenced your work uh, in the industry, in your industry? There are, of course, lots of talk about artificial intelligence and machine learning in today's world. Mm -hmm. In fact, I don't see them as competitors. I love for our team to gain of productivity, efficiency. We embrace them so that we are able to skill and not work hard, just work smart. I don't like mm-hmm. to work hard. I think we need to be more efficient, more productive. Yes. If there's spare time, go have a nap, go have a coffee break and think of more creative stuff so that we can scale together with new technologies to create more songs, uh, more scientifically, uh, uh, in a scientifically approached uh, manner for certain playlists, for certain uh, customized, personalized songs arranged in a way that could influence a better environment, can uh, give us a nicer physical store experience or within a hotel space, for example. So we 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 can actually work with more time on, a, on our hand if we are able yes. to leverage on such new music technology and beyond. So use the time wisely because we have the help of technology and AI. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not be afraid of it. Embrace it and help us grow and make it a friend of ours, AI to become a friend, not an enemy that's going to yes. take jobs away and all. It doesn't. I think it depends how you look at it and how you look and, and how do you use it. Right, right. Yes, right. yes, yes. Great. I like that. Positive. Very positive. Absolutely. Um, quick question. How do you stay, uh, I don't want to say motivated, but also uh, far, you know, how do you stay up to date with all the trends? How do you keep yourself updated with all of that? Like, I need to be ahead of it. I'd like to share with you my personal uh, yeah. contract with myself. Yes, yes. Uh, that is to be an open, committed, and joyful uh, person. Mm-hmm. So those are my three uh, quotes I have in terms of a contract for myself. And that relates yeah. to this concept of be, do, and has many times people say, uh, you know, new 
ideas or how do we want to future-proof our solution or technology or I need to be mm. rich on it. A lot of times, I need to do this. How many times do we know of people who say that, hey, you know, I would like to be in love. And then they say, yeah. they do, uh, let's say, on certain app, they swipe. And then uh, they say, oh, no, I need to have a sports car, a Lamborghini or a Ferrari for that purpose. Yeah. Then I will be in love. How many times do you see a rich man with a good, nice car don't actually have real love, right? And how many yes. times do we see a person starting off with that being of loving, going to an orphanage home, going to uh, uh, volunteer themselves, and when they do it naturally, they will have the opportunity to meet the love of their life, for example. Or in another example, I want to be rich. They will start off, oh, I need to do uh, motivational talks. I need to have good employees. But it, it's just like ladders. If you have one good ladder and you know how to stack it up right, vertically, instead of having 100 ladders stack up horizontally, you will start off with that being because you are being rich in generous, giving your time, giving opportunities to yourself to meet people, to network. You do it naturally. You will then have that chance to meet the right people to help you scale your business and become rich. So with that contract for myself, I start off by being open, committed to things that I really want to do in mm -hmm. my line of work, for example, and also mm -hmm. being joyful and being happy because life is short. We do not know, honestly speaking, when is the next moment we will go. Yes. We will leave this yes. world. We will all yes. die one day. Yeah, You know, these are the smartest words I heard so far on the show. Very, 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 you know, I would say uh, the best I heard. I love what you just Thank said. You. Thank you. And, I, you know, that shows your success and what are you doing. It shows because obviously you, you didn't just come up with these words or preach them. You actually act on them. You followed them, you know, Thank and that's you. the most important thing. Yes, yes. And they're simple, actually. They're really simple. Sometimes people look at it. It's very hard to do certain things. Mm. But if you follow certain things, yes, you know, simple things that you set in your mind. I think could happen because we always give excuses. As you said, you know, I want to mm. have, if I'm in love, I want to be in love with a pretty girl. But in order to do this, I need, as you said, I need a Lamborghini or Ferrari, whatever. But not really. You don't need none of that. You know, when you do things passionately and you will come across things that you want or you're thriving for. Yes. Start with the being. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Excellent. Mm. Well said, my friend. Thank um, you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, many of our listeners, you know, seeking a break like you had uh, or a breakthrough, uh, a lot of the noise and they want to succeed. Uh, but as we all know, the industry that we're in, the music industry, uh, and probably the hospitality, which is connected to the music industry, uh, it has a lot of gatekeeping. You know, people don't want to share. Uh, you shared most of everything, actually. Uh, but a lot of people don't want to share. They don't want to give you the path. What was your experience? What to avoid? What to look for? What not to look for? Um, uh, can you share some insight and strategies to give advice for the individual who wants to actually create their own path and make their own mark in the business like you did? I would say that everybody's path is very different. Uh, individual. Mm -hmm. Uh, highly customized. We all come from a very mm. points in in our lives, experiences. Yeah. We do come uh, across different uh, juncture in this life process. So mm. uh, there is no one straight rule. There are no um, secrets uh, to this. In fact, it is back to the, the point that I brought up earlier by starting with that being. So if one is being open uh, about exploring the opportunities in certain business segments, looking at their capabilities and the people around them mm -hmm. that could help them grow, why not give yeah. it a try? Because never try, never know. Many times yes. I think we are obstructed 
by our mindset when we say, yes. what if this happened? What if that doesn't work out? What Too many what ifs comes in our mind and it blocks us before we could even take an action. Just like music. Ayah, what if my customers uh, like to have Lady Gaga song, the latest Bruno Mars uh, tracks, but all these what ifs are all in your head and it actually never mostly materialize even at all. So that mm-hmm. is something that I think uh, if we want to work on something, let's put the action down to it mm-hmm. and not let the talk surround uh, us verbally, be it sharing with people your concerns and then verbalize it too much overly again and again in your head. So I would say the Nike slogan, just do it. You never know. What have you That's got to do? the simplest lose? one. Yes. 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 Yeah, I think, you know what? You, uh, I think there's another service you should add to your uh, business now, which oh. is driving a sales team, motivating, you know, no ifs and buts. Not <laughs> Absolutely. That's another service I think you should bring in to your uh, vendors. In fact, actually, you asked me a question of what other services we have. This yes. is one of the future, uh, near future, because it will be out by January in 2024. Uh, something similar. Uh-huh. We call it Sound Design Office. It is already present in our Japan headquarters. Sound Design Office. Yes. And it's geared towards... Uh, helping uh, growth, but by motivating the staff yes. or the team. Yes. I don't want to say yes. employees, the team. I like to use the word team. Yes. Yeah. Mental wow. well-being, mm. emotional yes. well-being are so yes. important in workplaces. Yes. Now, where the SDO Sound Design Office was originally designed just for the listeners' um, yes. uh, uh, understanding because this is not usually shared by most was because uh, Japan has one of the highest suicide rates in the world. People die from their officers mm. jumping off the building. They hang wow. themselves in the toilet. And so that is actually true. Side. I mean, yeah. I heard it. I seen yes, it. But it I mean, not I seen it. I seen it online as far mm. as in articles. But is it really true? Yeah. It ah. is. And we're bringing Ooh. this concept to, to Southeast Asia because I wouldn't say people commit suicide like in Japan, in the office workplaces, because culture is different, right? So what we do is every last Friday of the month, for example, CEO message, COO message next last Friday of the month. And then every first Wednesday or every Wednesday, in fact, we can have a motivational story, a quote to speak. To, to, to spur people up, go for your tea break, you know, life is such, how can we uh, overcome all odds? So these are some of the things that we do and even looking at classical conditioning when it comes to music mm. because if you are late for work or back from lunch late, you will not hear a certain jingle, for example. So it's corrective behavior. So, so we are using what mm. we specialize in when it comes to piping background music to, to offer it to factories and to offices Corrective in Asia from first quarter next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So wow, that is something... behavior. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Very nice. Uh, you know, I want to actually carry on this conversation more and more. It's very intriguing, mm. really interesting. But, um, you know, before we wrap it up, you know, anything that you want to promote, I know you did say one that, you know, to have this office sound design, that's one of the newest things that your company is coming up with. What other, anything else you want to plug in? You want to push? You want to, you know, absolutely, please. No, uh, less is more. In fact, I would be happy to share uh, my own personal uh, LinkedIn as well as our UC uh, Global uh, LinkedIn page because there's a lot of uh, treasures of nuggets of information given out for free. There are certain tips, there are certain uh, solutions that you can apply Uh, for yourself when it comes to sensory experience. So just come on down and say hi uh, to myself. Well, Bob, we know each other. We met in Singapore. And and, yes. and just just drop a message. You know, if anyone uh, from the from the States is coming down or listening to this podcast is coming out in Malaysia, Singapore, uh, Philippines, Vietnam, just ping me. I might be around in one of the countries. So always good to catch up with coffee. I need to have coffee. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. Every day. A coffee is a big thing for you. 
Oh, uh, yes. Well, Jerry, I would say it's been joyful uh, podcast interview. I really enjoyed it. I haven't seen you for a long time. I know we text a lot. We, we, we message each other, but definitely been a while. But as a pleasure, sadly, uh, somehow the internet, wherever you are right now in the world, I know you travel a lot, is a little bit shaky. So we, we're going to have to probably put a picture there because this picture is <laughs> a little blurry. Yeah, since yeah. the interview started, I haven't seen you. So <laughs> I bet once I say goodbye, you'll be up here again. <laughs> but I oh, want to say thank you for joining thank us you. and sharing such wise words with us, really, and all of that. And uh, this concludes uh, today's episode of Soundbreaker. And please make sure to follow us on social media and stay tuned to the next episode. Thank you and see ya. Bye. This podcast is presented by Music Dash, world's first AI-powered independent distribution CMS. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to share the Soundbreaker podcast. And if you are joining us on YouTube, please like this video and subscribe to the channel. Until next time.